Welcome to episode two, which revolves around material materialistic culture and how materialistic culture has changed over time. Uh, we are trying to prove that. So basically, materialistic culture has changed over time due to values and traditions changing as time progresses. And how that shapes the cultural landscape is by making the landscape appeal and comfort basically their their actions and or materialistic culture. A standing point for this part would be that Catholicism is a major religion in this culture of France. As 64 out of 64% of the population of France identifies as Catholicism, which caused a mass production of many churches being built across the nation. Which would lead to a strong, strong values being made in those churches, such as many take pride in their nationality and how it affects other places and how strong it is in their culture. Such as Bastille Day, where they're very proud of their country for overthrowing themselves and coming up with better choices. <coughs> Which can also lead to the to to seeing Americanization as a problem in their culture, as they think that it's a, a bad thing and that it'll it'll what it, how do you say it it'll taint their perfect or pure culture as is described by the local French people yeah so so how tr- uh, materialistic culture basically in clothing changes over time is that depending on the time period the fashion trends uh basically companies adapt to the fashion trends and to people's appeals and what they're basically wearing yeah like nowadays i guess yeah, i mean like back back yeah. then it was probably i'm what do they even wear back then probably they would i feel like people that would afford that could afford these brands would probably go for well, not more, even the, like, not even the brands i think they're just like custom made clothings like we're talking I feel like I feel like back in like the 16th and 17th centuries and then you had the peasants who couldn't afford anything I feel so, like stereotypically everybody wanted to dress elegantly so so Stan Laurent Louis Vuitton all these big brands or maybe even smaller brands chose to produce uh more elegantly looking uh apparel yeah, I mean, so what? But how that's changed today is look at like not everybody on the street is looking all like elegantly. Like if, for example, if you see like like interviews from like ten years ago, like you can obviously see the difference because people are are like more. There are more ju- humble people back then. I'd yeah, say. yeah, people you are dressing more that, casually. You could say that France sets the fashion trends because they had such a global impact on the world. Well, you have you have brands that are that are started from other places in the world, but their but, idea is to yeah, like, yeah. But here we don't. But like in other places like China, uh, Russia, yeah. and United States, we don't use French designs. We use our we that we're influenced by their ideas, but we don't technically take their idea. Wouldn't yeah, you consider that uh, stimulus diffusion? Yeah, because where the idea behind the thing diffuses, but not the actual, you know. Yes, I'd say that. And then, yes. But also, going back once again to like the 1700s, it's kind of 
I would consider it contagious as well, or possibly relocation. Because obviously, you know, friends came to North America and basically shot like anything that had wool in it, made their own clothing. Everyone saw that. It's like, I want to do that too. And maybe it wasn't how the French did it, but it's similar to how they did it. Uh, yeah, I'd look at I'd look at France's materialistic culture as the popular culture because everyone adopted it. Like, if you look at the period of time of 1945, a lot of America was trying to be French. Their songs were French. They were sung in French. They dressed like the French people. And that- the first part of what you're trying to say is that since <clears throat> there's uh, an increase in Catholicism in France that um, shapes the cultural landscape by having more churches, having more churches. being built yeah and that so leads, but then that can lead to values being re- reinforced into the population because of all these churches okay okay and then Dan do you have uh, any other examples I mean yeah it's kind of like the same what Emmanuel said, but not Roman Catholicism. As we said in the previous episode about uh, Syrian refugees, they come over here, um, the predominant religion being Muslim, obviously. So around France and many European countries, you tend to see mosques being, mosques being built around, and that kind of tends to shape the cultural landscape as well. They blend in with uh, French culture, but they also try to merge with one another to you know kind of collaborate and be one don't you guys think yes so basically say is that with what we talked about in the previous episode of uh refugees not not specifically in syria but just the middle east in general that the they're the, basically the dominant religion is Muslim and them coming into European countries and specifically we're talking about France that the, that reflects a cultural landscape by um, also having like temples I guess you could say temples right or yeah holy sites being built which appeals to their values also cause an increase in uh, holidays which would also cause their culture strength in specific areas so it may cause uh, places to be to have a different culture like how we've seen how in some places culture is very strong and connected to that area specifically compared to another area so you're talking like pop and folk? Uh, yeah, except folk is being already in France. They, they like to keep their culture, obviously. Uh, well, yeah, but, but, but technically, French culture is... In their area, yes, but at the same time, they probably think about it as folk. They just keep the same way. No, because folk is folk. The definition of folk is when it's small and isolated. France is its own nation, so you can't really consider it folk. 
can you? I mean, depending on the time period, I feel like, because if you're talking about currently, then yeah, it's popular culture, but back then, like, for example, that's like, I can give you a good example right now. So back then, we could talk about how, basically, it depends on location. I feel like location and time, because if it's in a, basically, it's like a town, then it would be folk sort of folk yeah which time. yeah which back then most likely france was a little bit smaller but now it's it's its own country you know you have yeah it's like more it's basically more good it's like yeah it's basically um, yeah because you can't call, call france pop uh, folk culture because there's these other places who that have french influences but would you call them pop culture as well no but what would you consider those things folk no. no. So basically what we're trying to say is that currently you would basically say or associate today's, today's France. France culture with pop culture. Yeah, because a lot of their arts have gone mainstream. Yeah, that's yeah. why that's why I'm saying Fr- France shouldn't be considered a folk culture because, Fr- because France, say it's like the, the trunk and then you got, you know, Belgium as a branch because part of it it's French and then you got their the colonies you have Vietnam you have you know all these nations that uh, kind of derive from that culture and I guess that's why uh, I myself consider it pop culture yes. so since we were talking about a lot about how religion uh, reflects the landscape why don't we talk about basically lifestyle lifestyles in general such as like clothing or such as like stuff like that. French people are known for their berets, aren't they? They're known. Or is that not? They're known for clothes. Is that not? Like expensive clothing brands. Yes. That yeah, berets, clothing brands. And I feel like these these uh these brands change their their fashion based on fashion trends or part like basically yeah, trends like, in general. So like, I don't want to say. Period. I don't want to say it makes them distinct from the rest of the world, but it definitely makes them a little bit different because they kind of have this, I wouldn't say, it's big name brands, but it's also, like, it's, the clothing, types of clothing that they wear, it's, I think, what we consider, all three of us would consider expensive. Yes. So, I and... I, will, I won't lie. They're very nice clothing. Usually, they're what do you what do you call them? Like co- like trench coats, I guess. You know, like the ones that Emmanuel wears that make him look like he's from World War One. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like those, but you know, more expensive. Yeah. And obviously, and these, looks better. Yeah. And obviously, these uh, these brands we're talking about are like Saint Laurent, Louis Vuitton, you know, etc. It even affects it now how in today you have brands that are from other places of the world that have uh, Fr- French names such as Supreme how another name for it is Comme des Garçons and that is French no that's a translation sorry yeah <clears throat> but like, that's like saying Côte d'Ivoire is just Ivory Coast they're the same thing just a different name you get what I'm saying? You can't just... Just because there's a translation for it doesn't necessarily mean 
it's being copied. I feel like ma- the materialistic culture of France in general is similar to what we have here in the U.S. Because it had such a big impact. Well, yeah, and but was- we talked about in class that all the all we talked about in Voschel's class that most of the most of the pop culture basically the like anything that is referred to as pop culture high that has a high chance of it basically being born in western europe yeah yeah typically france or england a lot of typically come yeah comes from france comes from england italy as well were big ones germans not so much because that's where amish people came and we know how ridiculous they are yeah nazis yeah nazis good fashion though yeah drip hoodie season regan yeah but like but yeah yeah you know the shift yeah yeah yeah. i feel like the material is because if you if you're able to distinguish what is what like if you're then i feel like it gives you a sense of place because when you know where something's from, you can, uh, I guess, how would you say? You can pinpoint it. You can pinpoint, pinpoint it, it, and then you can put yourself in that place. Like, say, it's kind of like Italy, where there's a lot of pizza shops here, a lot of yeah. really garbage ones. But the ones that are good, you can, you have Italy, Italian. France, it's with its clothing in it, and they're long long-ass bread things baguettes I <laughs> shut up <laughs> England you have the yeah um you know the monkey mouse what what okay I have I have a, a question so yeah, I have an answer so France is basically known for their cafes right their cafes they yes they are known for drinking coffee in the morning in the evening at 12 they're they love coffee yeah but I did that originate coffee. out of france or not? i am not if it, i feel like if it didn't originate out of france it was like promoted a lot and could be taken credit of by the french people well which could be a form coffee, of coffee beans came from ethiopia so I'm talking about cafe shops well yeah but like the origin of coffee came from Ethiopia how do you get coffee to France you gotta take something from Ethiopia the beans yeah that's, that's, yeah, that's hard. that was the trading but the point is that we when we look at cafes now that we have like knowledge of more places around the world we can like pinpoint it to multiple countries in western europe right so we can specifically france and we can say that the french people promote this they they don't promote it but they like they're proud of it they they're proud of it and this could be like a sense of i don't know a sense of their culture what is this uh maybe some type of diffusion expansive diffusion expansion no, yeah, not the idea. Yeah, the idea. Well, no, maybe. no, no. Expansion in the way that there's a trend. There's a big trend that's what you would consider mainstream, and they yeah. take it other places, get their distributors, put in the market, they make profit over there. 
it's basically, you know, for economic reasons. That's the reason why, you know, France is how it is. They, people can distinguish France, uh, or French things from other things because they see it in their daily lives. Yeah. So, shifting away from these type of things, we could. So, like I said, we're uh, over the mark. We're over the mark. Wait, we can do some other stuff depending on the subjects or the snippets edits so materialistic culture uh we could consider it somewhat uh equal to what we have here in the united states such as they have the like they have festivals but they're not typically like i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't say we their culture is as equal as ours because ours is a mix of everyone else's theirs is just french uh such as cafes typically we reflect that towards friends french or here cheese cheese and bread and cheese and bread yes yes so summing this episode up we can say that the materialistic culture has changed over time from we could say due to the time and this has influenced the landscape by making it appeal so i'm making that noise dan by making it appeal to their needs and actions yes mm-hmm.